When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's around one, the shot comes in, stretches, and hits the back of the net. There's a shot and a goal. Shatterton to Burns. It's a third, and the Broncos are running rampant. Boise State at the peak of the Mountain West Conference for women's soccer. Welcome back to the From the Spot podcast, everybody. Today is season eight. I think it's episode seven. We're kind of losing track here. But today in the studio, we have three Broncos with us. No coach, but three Broncos. And I'll let them each introduce each other. We've got Genevieve Crenshaw right here, then Jocelyn Stevens, and the freshman Hayden Wilsey. Welcome, everybody. Hi, thank you for having us. (laughs) This is going to be great. we got two new timers. (laughs) Genevieve is obviously a seasoned veteran of the podcast. <laughs> Jim likes to drag her in here a lot, so it's, she's she's nothing new. But for the other two, this is going to be fun. You guys ready to have a good time? Yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Good. It'll be good. <laughs> well, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, obviously, two big performances this last week, and we rounded out conference play or non-conference play. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, we'll start with um, we'll start with you, Hayden. Two goals in. I forget how many matches, like three times you've done two, scored two goals in a match. I mean, it's just one after another after another, racking up the awards. You, you're 10th in the nation in scoring, tied for 10th in goals. Oh, I didn't is, know that. I didn't either until <laughs> I read. I didn't either until I read the article um by by BJ Rains. Yeah. yeah, 10th in the nation in goals, which is pretty cool. And then obviously atop the conference. What do you have to say for yourself? I mean, this is just this is incredible. <laughs> I know it's really like. I, I said this to BJ, but I just, like, doesn't feel real. Like, if I'm being honest, I know it's, like, kind of cliche, but um, it just – I didn't even think I was going to even play. And then, like, now I'm, like, actually doing stuff. <laughs> so it's, like, kind of weird to, like, even think about this is, that this is like, happening to me. Is Boise State a place where you knew you were going to end up playing? Because, obviously, local kid. Um, was that, like, always, like, the goal to just go and to end up there? Yeah. So Max was, like, a club coach of mine, so I've always been around, like – 
a BSU like coach, but he like was different obviously with like club. But just like having the environment of coming to like all the games when I was younger has been like super like crazy. And I like honestly knew like that BSU was gonna be like an option for me if I ever wanted to go there. So like now like coming here has been like really crazy. Cause I've been like watching most of these girls like ever since I was like younger. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty wild stuff. But yeah, you've been on fire. Led the help lead the team to a four one win the other day or four zero win. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Four zero. Sorry to the zero. zero. Sorry to the defensive players. But yeah, that's nothing to sneeze at either. Two straight shutouts for the defenders in here. You guys have been on fire as well. What do you guys? What's been the key to the uh, the performances, especially last weekend? You know, we a lot of the goals that were scored in the prior games were kind of weird. Yeah. Like a lot of ricochets off. Right. And so before the two shutouts, the entire week before we actually worked on odd situations and kind of ricocheting off, like Liz threw out like 20 cones just in front of me to just try to get those um, like simulations going on. So every time I'd make those days, I'd walk up to Liz and be like, hey, that was for you. We worked <laughs> on this. Um, but that's as far as the goalkeeping uh, part goes of it. Um, I think with like the defending, especially when we get into like that Sunday game where we're up 2-0, 3-0, um, as defenders, we kind of came together at halftime and we put an emphasis on the shutout and we were like, you know, we're already up. It's really easy to switch off. You know, the fans may be out of it. He's going to start putting people that are different on the park. And so being able to focus on that shutout and really just maintain like our focus and everything like that until the very end of the game, until the final whistle blew was really important for us. And I think that as Birdie was mentioning, like some of the earlier goals in the season came off of ricochets or just really weird plays and things that maybe wouldn't normally happen in a conference game or in a more important game when we're all locked in and really focusing on not giving up goals because it's 1-0 or it's 0-0. So I think that, you know, coming together as a group of four or even the six or seven people that play in the back and just staying locked in until the very end of the game has been really important for those shutouts. Yeah, absolutely. And um, one thing I've noticed is you guys this year, I think a little more so than last year, really focusing on building the play from the back. You guys, I mean, the amount of passes, uh, Jocelyn and Birdie, you guys have back and forth together is insane. How does that, has that been a focus for you guys this year to try and build from uh, that area of the field? Yeah, most definitely. We actually identified that as part of our identity as a team, establishing that point of possession first and working if you look at a lot of our goals not just from when the ball is scored but you start it like probably a minute before it'll start from the backs and it'll probably take a good 40 seconds to get up to the forwards and then the tempo just raises so much faster but starting from the back has been a really big aspect of our game yeah and I think that like our forwards they love to counter they love to press even the midfielders they love to go as fast as they can but it can get tiring and it can get super frantic and so using the possession as a way to calm our team down and to, you know, get a little break and be able to kind of run the other team to press us or try to get the ball back has been really important so that our forwards like Hayden or Carly can kind of use their energy to attack rather than always pressing and defending. And so they're able to score goals and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that was really evident on your first career goal. You had, I think, yeah. what's been the pass of the season so far, <laughs> straight from the back line yeah. over everybody. Yeah, and I think it went from Birdie to Joss and then to me. So it was like, obviously playing out of the back was like a big part of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Joss, let's talk a little bit about your recruiting story. Sorry, as you're taking a sip of your drink. <laughs> So Let's talk about your uh, recruiting story a little bit. Whenever we get new, I mean, Hayden talked about hers a little bit, but when we get new people on, I like to talk to them about how they how they came to Boise State because you're from Washington, right? Yeah, so I'm from Seattle, um, and I played for Pac Northwest, and 
I was actually originally committed to a different college with Max. Um, I was committed mm. to Eastern. I committed really early, like end of my freshman year, maybe really beginning of my sophomore year. And um, I decided ultimately that that wasn't kind of where I wanted to go with soccer and with school. And so I ended up decommitting and then looking at other places. And I knew that I definitely wanted to stay on kind of the West Coast or at least closer to home because I love to see my family and be able to go home. So um, Boise State actually came to me maybe two months or so after I decided not to go to Eastern. Um, and I had actually never heard of them. <laughs> I knew where Idaho and Boise were, obviously. <laughs> but I, I don't know if it was that it wasn't, you know, as big in Washington or whatever it was. But I came out here for an unofficial visit with my mom and I just loved the city and I really like the kind of college campus feel but it's also in a city and there's kind of the balance between those because I've looked at other colleges that were only a college town and that's all you're getting and I was kind of like uh, I'm from Seattle big city like I need something bigger um, and so I did my unofficial and then from that point forward I kind of was only looking at Boise I really liked what the coaches had to say and I liked their philosophy around soccer and around like supporting the student and the person as well as the athlete um, and then I think I went to a couple camps and then I ended up deciding to come to Boise and I've been you know really happy with my decision so far so obviously I'm still here yeah that's <laughs> yeah. great you brought up that it, it, you never heard of Boise before see Seattle's somewhere where I would think Boise State would be where the name would be um, but it wasn't and then you're from Bertie you're from Southern California yes. and that's it seems like it's more of a name down there, which is what Carly was saying to me. She's like, she knew really early, like about Boise State and that's where she wanted to go. Is that the case? I actually, when I committed, I did not know anyone that went here. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I committed, I committed like midway through my sophomore year of high school. Carly committed right after me. Reese committed. Kenzie committed. Mia committed. And I was like, all right, now I know the entire team. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I forget you guys were all like the entire team is basically the same club. Oh, team. Yeah. <laughs> that's so wild to me. Shoot, yeah, let's get into this. Um, the Mountain West Awards have been coming out, and you guys have been all over it. The entire team has. Like, eight of 15 possible. You guys, have, The team has won over half of the weekly conference awards that are possible. Hayden, a big part of that. Back-to-back uh, -back weeks being named both Offensive Player and Freshman of the Week. And then, uh, Birdie, you've won twice now Defensive Player of the Week. And, Joss, I think you won one, too, as well, right? Yeah. So really <laughs> holding holdin down the yeah. fort here, guys. Um <laughs> What do you think that says about the team? Hayden, we'll start with you. Just to be, um, it's not about personal awards, you know, all the time, but what does it say about the team to be able to put in on such like a dominant performance in, in the conference awards area? So I guess it really shows that we just have like a deep like team, honestly. It's like starting from like all the way to the goalkeeper keeper to the front line um, that we have like girls that are like really good and that are able to compete in this conference. Yeah. And then let's go to the defensive side of things. Um, yeah, I definitely think it shows like our depth and as far as the defensive part goes, obviously our back line is extremely strong, but that goes up all the way to our forward, just like she was saying, goes back to the keeper. We equally kind of give each other like props for what we're, we've been yeah. doing. Um, and so it's really nice to be able to press and defend collectively because that helps us win those awards and also that establishing possession helps her win those awards as well. Yeah, I think like they touched on the kind of internal things that it says about us, but I think also like being able to send that message out to the whole conference, like, you know, we've got new people, we've got established people, we're here yeah. on the offensive side, we're here on the defensive side, like 
I don't know. I think we were ranked maybe second or third. Or third. Third um, at the beginning of the season. And obviously we got to the championship last year. So for us, that's kind of like, whoa, like we were in the championship and we were there till the very end overtime. And so kind of being able to come out of non-conference and show other teams and other coaches and stuff that we're, you know, we're ready to play. And I think even at the end of last season, we didn't have that many people on the Mountain West team or first team even. Um, and that definitely felt unfair, I think, because we did lead the uh, conference, I think, in, like, least goals allowed and kind of a lot of different metrics. And so I think that this is kind of putting us in a really good spot going into conference play now. We have our first conference game on Thursday. So I think it's just our way of showing the conference we're here to play and don't count us out this year. So Yeah, yeah. that's great. The n- number you brought up is correct. There was no, no um, players from your team last year that were on the first team, and you guys were the first – team in Mountain West history to get to the final without any first teamers on the thing so it's good to see um I don't want to say you got disrespected in the awards but you know now you guys (laughs) see I'm rolling in a little bit and people are are waking up a little bit so that's good um yeah and then you mentioned I'm getting into conference play here you guys are on quite the run I think it's five games where you haven't lost yet um what do you think has been the key to that over the last couple matches I want to say it's three wins and two draws or two wins three draws something like that what have you guys seen that's just been been clicking here on the team um, well, honestly, for a big thing for me is now I'm able to, like, find my footing since, like, being able to play, like, with Carly and Bergy most of the time. They're able to, like, kind of coach me, especially Carly, since she used to play the nine. She's able to, like, honestly, she's been, like, a really big, like, support system for me because, like, now that I'm, like, getting more minutes, I'm able to, like, show what I can do on the field and, like, really just, like, show what, um... I can bring to this team. Yeah, I think we just definitely found our identity as a team and found our footing. Obviously, in the beginning of non-conference play, you're still trying to figure out starting lineups, who works best together, and all these different things. And we're finally figuring out those little things that just had to be tested, like Hayden getting that shot at the nine. A lot of people don't get those chances as a freshman, and her just like kind of taking that and running with it was really great. And so it's really nice to find our identity as a team and as a whole. Yeah, I think Birdie really touched on a big thing that's changed for us is our identity and the focus that we've put on it. Jim talked to us after we had a rough game at Oregon State, and he was like, (laughs) you guys didn't look like yourselves. Um, You kind of lost who you are in the middle of the game. And and so, anyways, Oregon State, it was a tough game for us. And, you know, we watched the film back, and it was hard hard to watch ourselves doing that. And so... We actually sat down as a team um, without the coaches and we identified things that we thought are part of our identity as a team. And then each game beyond that at halftime or even in the middle of the game, we'll be like, okay, these are the five things. What are we doing right? What do we need to focus on in the second half in order to kind of bring it back to our core identity? And that I think has been a huge thing for us um, in those five games that now we've not lost or we've won and tied. So it's it's clear that, you know, when you focus on your identity and you don't lose who you are, it it really brings you a lot of success. Yeah. Jim's talked a lot about the leadership group that you guys have. Uh, Birdie and Jocelyn, you both are part of that too, right? Yeah, is it yeah. three of you guys? Yeah, with uh, Morgan Stone. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about what that group is and what you guys do and, and how that helps the team. Yeah, so pretty much we are a pathway from the team to the coach, and then he uses us uh, like the same way. And I don't even know how to really describe it, Jocelyn. Um, I think that our role is kind of to bring things that he doesn't see or that people aren't comfortable telling him to him that 
are major concerns and that, you know, need to be addressed. But it can be a little awkward. Obviously, we're 20-year-old girls and he's a, I don't know, 40-year-old man. And so kind of the disconnect there can be a little bit tricky for people. And so part of the leadership group on the personal side is to talk to people and make sure everyone's doing okay, make sure the team is doing all right, and then tell Jim, hey, you know, we need a day off here. We we need to lighten up the load just because finals are coming around or, you know, we're really busy with exams and stuff. Um, and so being able to kind of be that communication pathway for the team. And then also, as Bertie was talking about, when Jim needs something from the team, he's like, you know, hey, we're going to do this fun event. I need you to coordinate girls to do that. Yeah. Um, part of that kind of falls on us too. Um, and that's maybe more outside of soccer. I think within soccer, um, you know, Bertie Morgan and I definitely play a lot of minutes. And so out on the field, we have maybe a different role. I don't know if Bertie feels like that. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, pretty much similar to that. And it, it was funny because Morgan mentioned that we were kind of like the spine of the team because she's in the center mid and then oh, Joss yeah. plays right behind her and then I'm right behind Joss. Huh. So it's really cool having those roles because we can utilize each other on the field and communicate that way. Like if we see something that we might not think is right, it's kind of a lot on us to address it right away and just kind of keep our team at our level and try to keep everyone like sane. <laughs> yeah. Is that something you guys were, um, a role you guys were put into or did you guys uh, volunteer or did the team vote? How does that happen? He selects the people that he wants to be on leadership. So in the past years, they've actually been like a really big group and we actually just rebuilt it last year. And so having only three people is kind of weird. I think there was almost 10 last year. Oh, geez. And we, it's just been kind of operating in a different way than it has in years before, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. There were 10 or so people. He asked us um, maybe towards the end of last season after we'd finished up with the tournament, um, but before the spring, he was like, hey, I want to rebuild the leadership group. I want to make it, you know, more functional than it was, and I want to change kind of the way that the team perceives the leadership group. And so I think he asked me and Bertie and Morgan Stone and – so he asked, but we said yes. So kind of both, he <laughs> yeah. proposed it and we, you know, wanted to do it. Um, and I think it's a really cool opportunity for the three of us to kind of practice our leadership skills. Um, you know, sometimes it is a little hard when you're trying to balance being friends with the team, but also having that kind of leadership role. And so it is interesting for me just to kind of learn about how to manage that. Um, but yeah, I, I really like it. And I appreciate that Jim kind of recognized my own leadership skills and Morgan and Birdie's too, and offered us the chance to be on the group. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. He speaks very highly of you guys in the leadership group. So that's, that's good stuff. Well, um, what do you say we take a look at the upcoming week for you guys? Conference plays opening. We're finally here. Mountain West play. This is big time. This is what the show's all about. We open up with a UNLV at 4 p.m. on Thursday, and then Nevada at uh, 1 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, let's talk first to the veterans of the group. What is um, what kind of differences can you expect in when conference play hits? Is it a different feel to it? Is there a different sense you get when you get out on those matches? Does it feel like it means a little more? Yeah, we actually talked about this at practice today, just to kind of set the emotions of the week and just know that conference play is so different than non-conference because everyone's fighting for something. Everyone's fighting for something that means a bit more than just winning a game. For a lot of these programs, it's like, is this going to be our coaching staff's last year? Mm -hmm. It really depends on how you've done in the past um, before. And so everyone's fighting for that last draw. And especially with no overtime, there could be some fluke goal that goes in and then they are just giving it all they have, 100% all their emotion and honestly have better skills, mm -hmm. but their emotion could be there on the day and didn't just win. Yeah. Yeah, I think 
Max and Jim even mentioned it today. We had a leadership group meeting, and they talked about kind of the desperation that comes out in conference play. Um, Brady touched on it. You know, you never know if it's your coach's last season, if it's your last season. You know, we've got seniors and fifth years on the team. And so kind of the, the fight and the will of people in conference is so much different than in non-conference because we are fighting for something. You know, we want to be the league champions. We want to go to the tournament, and then we want to go to the NCAA tournament. And, and that's how everybody feels. Obviously, it's not just Boise State who wants to go far on their year. But I think that there is a different feel to it because – there is something more tangible to fight for when you're in a conference game. Um, and then Birdie also talked about the no overtime. Mm-hmm. Part of me is happy about that because <laughs> that's a couple less minutes maybe you could get. But, you know, we did notice that, you know, in the Davis game, we were up and we were really controlling the match. And then they scored a fluke goal at the end and there's no overtime to come back from that. And so we do have to really focus on how we end in, how we finish games, how we kind of end them and making sure that we're locked in all the way because we don't want to have those ties and drop points against teams that, you know, we were dominating and we really feel like we could have beat. Right. And for the leading goal scorer in the conference, <laughs> are you expecting any differences as Mountain West play hits? Well, when I wasn't thinking, like, there was going to be a difference, and then the meeting today with Morgan and Birdie, they were telling us that this is, like, a big part of, like, that it's going to change. Like, every everyone's attitudes, everyone's emotions are definitely going to show more um, during these games than like the preseason games so I just have to like keep like my head in check and make sure that nothing changed from my game playing preseason to conference play yeah well it'll be great to open up at home in front of the home fans to get that that first little bit out of the way yeah so reminder Bronco Nation that is um, Thursday at four against UNLV and then uh, Sunday at one against uh, against Nevada so get your tickets at broncosports.com for that well, let's. Uh, what do you say we switch it up a little bit and not talk a little bit so much about soccer? And uh, for the last ten minutes here, we do not necessarily a game, but um, a little way to get to know you guys uh, better. I, I'm not on TikTok, but I've been made aware <laughs> of this trend where um, the "if I was" trend. Do you guys know about this? Where it's like if I was, and then as described by somebody else, and then oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh if yeah, I was yeah. like a color, yes, like okay, color, okay, exactly. yeah. yeah. So we're going to go through, we're going to have every, we'll do each person and then the other two teammates will um, say what they would be. So okay. I, I've got, I've got a list. I've got a, a short list of them. So who wants to, who wants to volunteer first? Hayden. Okay. Hey, yeah, we're doing I got Hayden it. first? <laughs> okay. So for Joss and Birdie, if Hayden was a color. I'd give her pink. That's a good one. I was going to give her yellow, something kind of bright and fun. Yeah. Okay. So we're on the same page there. Yeah. Bright. <laughs> If she was an animal, mm, a guinea pig. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a feisty animal. I like cats. You like cats? She doesn't give me cat vibes. I don't know. I think she's like, you know, those like yippy dogs. <laughs> a chihuahua? No way. You know, they're like super spunky. Like they're, you know, kind of really yeah out and. Out and about, yeah. I, like I, I think thought. maybe one of those. I like those, okay. <laughs> those so are how, good. how do you get guinea pig then? She's going she's, a complete different she's direction. She's just so, like, cute and, like, squeezable. Okay. But then randomly she'll just start sprinting, and you're like, wow, where did that come from? <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Oh okay, if Hayden was a food. A potato, because you're from Idaho. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think Hayden's, like, boring or bland, though. Okay, give her curly fries then. <laughs> oh. Okay, all right. That's a good you way to look really at it. <laughs> um, oh, 
my gosh, I can't think of any foods. Maybe like <laughs> um, like an ice cream cone. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I nice. like ice cream. Like, do you know like the ones from like Fancy Freeze that have like the color on them? Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like I like that type yeah. of cone. <laughs> It's perfect you just said that, Josh, because the next one's ice cream flavor. Oh. Don't say vanilla. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't say. I was going to say strawberry. Oh, yeah. I, I like was going to say cotton candy. Oh, cute. Yeah, those are good ones. <laughs> um, the next one would be holiday. Um, definitely Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe Easter. Easter? Yeah. Okay. I love Easter. I like both of those. Okay, nice. Good. Yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> And then finally, we have music genre. Oh. You're giving pop. <laughs> <laughs> pop, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Any reasons why? She's just kind of spunky and young. Like, she gives off really exuberant young vibes. I don't know why, because we're literally a year in age yeah. difference. <laughs> but she's just so, like, bright and cheery. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Bright, cheery. It's kind of, like, upbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any feedback? Mm -hmm. How no, those are all good. I'm just glad they didn't say I was vanilla. As the ice cream yeah. <laughs> Potato was a little tough. Yeah, that one kind of hurt, but she, she fixed it with curly fries. Right. So. Yeah. She had good reasons behind it. Okay, who's next? Birdie. Birdie? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. If Birdie was a color. This is tough because she changes her hair color. Know, that is really true. Every time. I like the fiery red, like the super bright red. Like her hair was that. Well, I guess it was pink, but. Yeah, Lava Girl vibes. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I like. <laughs> that one's good. Yeah, I think uh, you're giving her red as her color. Yeah. I think I like that one. I think red is a good one because she's she's spunky and she like kind of does her own thing. Like she doesn't care about what other people yeah. say. So she's just gonna yeah. she's gonna be her and, and no one no one can stop that. Okay. I like it. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so then if she was an animal. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to give her a sloth because <laughs> I, I live with her, and she does all her homework in her bed. Like, she is that's always in her bed. She loves her bed. So that's not a bad thing. It's just she likes to relax. And you know what? That's okay. Yeah. So do I. So I'm thinking like a parrot. Like a parrot? Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> parrots are so annoying. No, I love parrots. Okay. Because, okay. like, I feel like, you know, like, parrots can talk. So, like, I always go to Birdie just, like, talk to, but literally about anything. Okay. Like, I'll, like, go up to her and say, like, the most random stuff, and, like, she'll, like, give me feedback back about it. So, mm -hmm. like, and plus, like, the bright colors on a parrot, too. Oh, like, those are call. just, like, also, like, a thing that, like, sticks out about Birdie. And Birdie. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> I like where you're going. Okay, if Birdie was a food. I want to say, like, a drink, though. Like, can, oh, like, that's a good Because yeah. she's, like, sure. a... really true. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, Diet Mountain Dew with <laughs> what what's her like go-to fizz it? order? It's it's literally Diet Mountain Dew. It's and a like Chandler Bing cream and in like <laughs> what raspberry puree or something. <laughs> so there's a very good doctor which has the raspberry puree, oh, yeah. but that's a Diet Coke. <laughs> the Chandler Bing has pineapple and like strawberry. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think I think the drink route is yeah. That's I, that. she's more like a drink girl instead of like yeah. food. I feel like that's true. I'll have a latte and that'll be a meal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, if she was an ice cream flavor. Some, like, complicated, like, caramelly one. Like, 
caramel ribbon crunch moose tracks like all, all, <laughs> all, all of the things. Mixed. like that's her i think she got one that was the other day that was like caramel and had a bunch of stuff in it so i am a caramel girl yeah and there's a lot oh. of different facets about birdie so you know something different in every bite yeah. oh my god that's <laughs> good I was going to say mint chocolate chip, but now you make my answer look bad. <laughs> explain yours. Explain yours. Well, I <laughs> Well, I just think like mint chocolate chip has like not calling you old, but it has like an old vibe to it, and I feel like like Birdie has like a presence to her like when you talk to her, it's like super like mellow and like calm. So that's why I gave her mint chocolate oh, chip. It's very <laughs> mature. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm the youngest in my class, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if Birdie was a holiday. Thanksgiving. I was going to say St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I'm a leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. I was hoping for Halloween. My birthday is the day after Halloween. Oh, oh. I didn't. I don't well, know you guys that well to, like, okay. give those. <laughs> I wish I knew I that. actually had a really good explanation for Thanksgiving. Oh, go ahead. Go for it. Yeah, well, I was just going to say because she brings people together. Oh, and, that's you know, good. She just makes everyone feel welcomed and, and like a family. So. Aww, no, yeah. Us. Well, touching on that, when I first came here, Birdie was actually super, super welcoming to me when I came around <laughs> everyone else. So, yeah, I guess I'll just say Thanksgiving instead oh, of, like, St. Patrick's Day. Josh is getting poetic with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. You're no. so nice. <laughs> we have lived together since we got here. So yeah, <laughs> we've known each other for a while. <laughs> All right. Last one for Birdie. If she was a music genre. Music genre. I'm saying indie. Oh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think that does fit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah I like That's that. kind of nice. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you feel good about all those? Yeah. No, that was good. I like the description. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. How are we going to beat Jocelyn, though? That was really... I know. We're, yeah, I we're know. like, I'm going to be like, potato. <laughs> She's like really thinking about these things. She's about to get insulted. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll I'm move on to Josh. I'm thinking of like a good animal for you. Well, we'll start with color. <laughs> color. Lavender. Oh, I like that. Like sage. Like, okay. I think that's super new, like new and like in now. That it, like when you like look at it, you just like gives you like calm vibes like when i talk to you you're like super calm and like level-headed your favorite color is lavender. <laughs> <laughs> when i look at you the first thing i actually think is lavender just because since i've known you like all the decorations in your room they're always purple and yeah. everything so it's like kind of oh, just comes to mind yeah but yeah you're also like a very calming person and like lavender the scent itself as well is very calming very good common theme there animal An owl. Oh, I, that was good. Yeah, no, that was, that was yeah. good. I was going to say elephant. That <laughs> <laughs> was mean. And there was no meaning behind that other than I think you like elephants. I do. I, I really like elephants. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you're very wise. And it was funny because senior day, Morgan, uh, Miles was like, well, Nor. Dawson's going to get um, 11 degrees because she's helped all of us graduate as well. <laughs> she's just so intelligent. Um, I don't, I want to say something other than owl. Cause like, that's like boring if we say like the same one. Let me think for a second. I'm thinking like, what's like a tall animal other than like a giraffe? I'm thinking like a flamingo. Maybe? Oh, I no, that one's good. Like, yeah. that, like flamingos are fun, but like, I feel like when you look at them and like when they're in like the water, they're just like 
super like they seem like smart animals, yeah. like super like whimsical. I like that. Nice yeah. word. Yeah, that was good. I'm, I'm opening up my <laughs> vocabulary. Oh, yeah, <laughs> my dictionary is open. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if Jocelyn was a food, um, I would give you a vanilla latte with caramel drizzle, iced. <laughs> And a chocolate croissant. <laughs> you can't forget the croissant. You absolutely. cannot forget the croissant. <laughs> no, yeah, but that's just her go-to. Um, it's very reliable. She's very reliable as well. I mean, if you get a vanilla latte from anywhere, it's kind of always going to be pretty good, and she's always just there for you. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I like that. I was going to say, like, lasagna because <laughs> – no, I'm just – um, when we were in California, we were, like, at the Italian restaurant, and she was like, I want to get a lasagna – and, but she was like, I don't know if I can get can get it because there's like some things that we can and can't get. And then she got it. So I just thought that was like the funniest thing because she was like second guessing herself and she sounded like me. Because like <laughs> I always have to ask, literally, if I'm like, can I even get a salad? Like sometimes I'm like, can I even get like croutons on this salad? So like I always like, have to ask about that. But I feel like also lasagna, there's like so much to it. And I feel like sauce has like different layers to her. Like once you like get to know her. Like that much yeah. like, because <laughs> like yeah. at the beginning, I didn't know like a lot about you and your personality hasn't like came out to me yet, except in well, like our first traveling trip, like we sat next to each other, like next to each other and it was like fun. Cool. <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing I'm boring. <laughs> no, she just presents like very studious at first and kind of, I don't know. And then once you get to know yeah. her, she's very outgoing. And I think a lot of people don't see that from the outside looking in. Yeah. A lot of people don't see that side to her, I feel like, too. Yeah. Until, like, okay. <laughs> the amount of glares that are being shot. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if Jocelyn was an ice cream flavor. Pistachio. Oh, why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um... I would say like a fudge brownie, like chocolate. Yeah, because there's a lot to it, and there's some rich. I don't, I don't want to say chunky, but there's some chunky pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But then it's creamy as well. It's just all the different facets of you. Oh, okay, I like that. Yeah. I was gonna say like coffee, like the because I, I like that one for her. It's like really mellow, kinda. That's I don't think Dawson's yeah. very like mellow. Really. Some people well, like sometimes. hate it. Some people love it. You know. Oh, <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> that's not where I was going with that. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> okay, if Jocelyn was an was a holiday. Okay, so the funniest part about this is, her grandma sends her a card, like on the most random holidays ever. There is some, like, she just sent her a card recently that was like, there is no national holiday for this day, but this day is celebrated, this day is celebrated in this one. So I feel like she'd be like one of those random holidays, yeah. like National Dog Day or something. Oh. <laughs> you don't like dogs though, so it wouldn't be that. Yeah, You I don't have, like dogs? Well, it's not that I don't like dogs, but I, I've never had any pets yeah. growing oh, up, and okay. so I'm like, I don't know, kind of neutral. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Maybe like a National Donut Day. It's like a happy day. It's an excuse to go get a donut. I like that. Yeah. Do you like donuts? So. I was going to say Christmas. Just like, because everyone's together during Christmas, and I feel like, like, I was, well, basically the same thing you said about Thanksgiving with Birdie, though. Because, like, I feel like you're, like, can easily, like, bring people together, like, to, like, com like talk to them. 
So, so yeah. And like Christmas trees. I do like Christmas trees. Like that's just like a Christmas tree like reminds me of Joss. Like joyful. <laughs> oh joy, oh like happiness. All the music. Christmas. You can just like see Joss like swaying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Christmas lights. Gingerbread house. Sorry. And the Christmas spirit already. We're skipping over. Halloween. <laughs> and Thanksgiving. Gosh. And Thanksgiving. Yeah, come on. All right, last one. If Jocelyn was a music genre. Rap. Oh, I was going to say country. What the heck? She hates country music. Oh. She doesn't hate it, but it's like I not hate her it favorite. Too. Uh, but I don't hate you. That's that. That might have come out wrong. She goes, like, you're country. I hate country. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it probably sounded bad. Um, oh, yeah, but she loves rap. And I think rap also comes off kind of hard initially, but if you actually listen to the lyrics, they're very soft. It's like funny. Yeah. No, yeah. And Jocelyn's kind of funny. I'll give her that. Wow. I was going to say funny. most country songs are like love songs. She's a like, long-term boyfriend. Yeah. And then she's also like a lovable person. Like I feel like everyone loves Joss. Right? Everyone loves yeah. Joss. Bossy. Bossy Jossy. Oh, no. Bossy Jossy. Well, thanks. How do you feel about those? Um, <laughs> I think I'm maybe in between. <laughs> Some of them are really nice. Some of them are a little bit iffy, maybe. <laughs> I had to bring it back. She's <laughs> <But just> like crying. <laughs> no, I feel good. That was very good. Good. And then since they brought it up, I was going to ask. A lot of people talked about your nickname, Bossy Jossy. <laughs> yeah. It's time for you to get your chance to talk about it. Um, yeah, so I don't even know. When was it? Like, I think it was actually last season. Um, there was a game where, you know, we were up by a lot, but we were trying to keep our seventh straight shutout or fifth straight shutout or whatever it was. And there was a play where someone was going to go kick the ball, and we had just talked to film about managing the last couple minutes of the game and not doing anything that was kind of rash. And so I got my my yelling voice on <laughs> and I told the person, you know, stop, wait, just I'll take the kick or whatever, push everybody up. And it, you know, it was in the heat of the game, so it didn't go over the best. Um, and then obviously I play in the back, so I do a lot of talking and I, you know, tell people where to go, tell people where to mark up. And so I think it was mostly from that one moment. I got the nickname Bossy Jossy, and it was mostly like in a kind of an endearing way, like, oh, you know, she'll always help you out with where you want to go. Um, so I guess it's just kind of stuck. Um, I think Jim's caught on a little bit. Sometimes I'll catch him <laughs> saying, Bossy Jossy, like, you got to <laughs> do your role, like, boss everyone around, but <laughs> it's all right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll live on. Well, thanks, guys. That's all I have for you. Um, Perfect. Anything else you guys want to say before we log off here? Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Make sure you come out and support these girls, Bronco Nation. Again, uh, Thursday, 4 p.m. and Sunday, 1 p.m. Tickets available at broncosports.com. So go ahead and go get them. Well, thanks, everybody. We will uh, talk to you next week, Bronco Nation. Go Broncos.